Welcome to Zooming with Jonathan Jonathan and Katie. I'm Katie French, and I do have my angel cards with me. I'm Jonathan Serta Rao, and I want you all to suck on my chin, denim daddy. (laughs) See that? We did. We caught the color. Got it. This is our first um, live Zoom quarantine Yes, because if you, the listeners and the watchers at home, if you didn't know, the last episode we shot with uh, one of the fastest rising stars in LA comedy, Chris Estrada, Uh, we were all in Katie's apartment, so technically I guess we broke quarantine, but it was a little gray because me and Katie and Chris were all in contact since the beginning of the lockdown anyways, and we were kind of only going to each other's apartment. We could have killed him with our presence. No, he's, he's fine. Um, He's healthy. He's on a fitness plan, right? Yes. um, As I tweeted, um, we're on a 30 day women's health fitness journey. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not tell him, I just said, do you want to do this 30 day thing with me? And then I like put up a whole little like calendar chart um, and he agreed. So ladies, that's how you trick a man. (laughs) He's getting, get your, if you want your man to have thick, big thighs and a curvy and it, Curvy ass. the perfect hourglass figure. Yes. <laughs> um, how have you been? Have you been? It's so weird. We listeners and watchers out there, um, we are literally we live two blocks away, so it's very yes. odd. I feel like I can hear you. I know. You know, so you can put that little can out the window, like we're little rascals. Yeah, and I just throw it. But I would just like you. You would just like put it in a lipstick and then throw it back to me, and then I would put in. What, what little rascal would you be? Um, who's the hottest one? <laughs> Al- Alfalfa is like the popular one. He had the little like, ding. but I like, there was like a little, um, oh, there's one called Froggy. He was like a nine-year-old with a very deep voice. I am Froggy. <laughs> I like that guy, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, no, I would be one of the two kids. Remember the two kids who like loved pickles? <laughs> like they were like always searching for pickles and that's me. <laughs> No, you know who I would be? The weird little blonde little um, waspy boy that was like Darla's other boyfriend. He was like a seven-year-old who wore a blazer and was like, oh my. Which is very funny because Alfalfa was like, he's trying to steal Darla. But it's like, girl, he's a full-blown homosexual. And he he just wants to kiki with Darla. And then you can go and, you know, slam her. I love it. Slam her. Oh my God. With his little I, um, alfalfa. <laughs> I did the unthinkable. I listened to Demi Moore's autobiography on tape. Did she narrate it? <laughs> she sure did. Oh, it wasn't narrated by Joy Behar or something. <laughs> <laughs> Joy Behar doing Demi. She'd be like, Demi Moore's great memoir. It's page one. <laughs> And that's when I was a size two. You could see my abs. Who cares? And I said, Ashton, what are you doing? So whatever. <laughs> so no, she'd just be reading and she'd be like, and that's when, and yada, yada, yada. Like she wouldn't even read full sentences. <laughs> well, there's our next SNL packet sketch. Audible presents. Girl, SNL isn't going to survive Rona. <laughs> God. Um, no, I read, I listened, I read her memoir I love memoirs you guys probably don't know this about me it's like a big part of my personality um I love all celebrity memoirs and uh the shocking things that you find out she had a very messed up childhood I won't go into that but um the big 
drama or the scandal is that her and Ashton, they had a little third in their relationship. They had and an alternate. Is, they had two alternates. They had a regular and an understudy. Yeah. A woman? And Yes. And um, she says that she did it, of course, because she wanted to prove to Ashton that she was like young and cool mm-hmm. and hip. And uh, but she felt like it was the beginning of the end because also he used that as justification for then why he cheated on her with like a 21 year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So um, bye boy. But that was fun. And then also they, I just love to find out about like, you know, how marriages crumble and things like that. And basically Bruce Willis married her very quickly. Like they had got married and had a kid within like two years and he just couldn't handle how successful she was getting. She had ghosts. She had GI Jane. And fun fact, she did the actual like Marine boot camp training and Sam Rockwell dropped out of GI Jane because he couldn't handle the boot camp. That's pathetic. So that's think about pretty, that. That's pretty crazy. You drop out like that's crazy. But also that's so weird because if she had Ghost and GI Jane at the same time, Bruce Willis had Die Hard and Pulp Fiction. Like Pulp Fiction came out in 94. So I don't know what's. What, but he like, thought he was going to get like a stay at home hottie basically it's so weird that straight men can be just as powerful as their female counterpart like literally just as bankable of a movie he was like quadruple he made way more money than her even so right right so he's even doing better but the fact that she still has power is like not sexy yeah also when she got with she was sober for like 25 years and then when she got with ashton she relapsed because he also told her that he didn't think alcoholism was real. He thought it was like, you know, just like be do it in moderation. And then she started drinking and drugging. And then she had like an overdose at a house party. And then she got like, it was all scandalous. TMZ found out. And then her daughters didn't talk to her for two years. <gasps> Damn. Those ungrateful bitches. That's not, that's not the time that you don't not talk to someone. It's really sad. She said that um, even on family day at her rehab, like none of, for like two years, her daughters didn't like, call her on Christmas, Mother's Day, they didn't come to family day at rehab, anything. And I was like, that's savage. That is savage. And I don't think she deserves that. I mean, they are just like rich, spoiled brats. But yeah. Um, But those are really, that's the highlight of my week. I love that you're already researching your divorce before your marriage. (laughs) Oh, I always do. (laughs) I have prenups on file for many. (laughs) And my dead husband. You still have not watched Tiger King. I don't think you, you don't plan to. I watched uh, part of the first episode and it was just too much for me. And I also got really freaked out because I found, I found myself strangely attracted to his husband. And so I was like, I got to turn this off. I've been in quarantine too long. So <laughs> remember when he was like slapping the guy's tummy being like, this guy's a stud right by the gator. And I was like, who and are these people? And it says property of Joe Exotic. Yeah. Um, well, the great news is that that guy actually has teeth now. So hero oh great (laughs) there's a lot you don't there's a lot you don't realize you think you know but you have no idea um thank you mtv true life (laughs) as can i ask you this when you saw it did you know that joe exotic was gay like before you saw it yes yeah um he talks he talks kind of gay and um he's kind of flamboyant and yeah but also his name's joe exotic When you, was there any part of you that felt um, like really excited to see that representation on screen? (laughs) 
No, because this is this is why I don't want to watch it. It's just like more gay buffoonery of just kind of like uh, America. Like America's watching this and like the peek behind the curtain of like, oh, this is what gay people are like. It's like fully. It is. Sometimes they are like this, but. <laughs> most of them have teeth. I just want to say that. Okay, most. I- Actually, more gay people have teeth on average than straight people. That is so true. That's a tweet. And that's a fact. (laughs) But how did you feel about Carol Baskin? Okay, see, I thought she was going to be like, oh, here's the the purse. Here's the hero of the story. But as soon as I saw that fucking flower crown, I was like, girl, you're really hard to believe too. Also, I know I I only got just like a scratch into it, like maybe halfway through the first episode. And there are other episodes, right? So, but it looked like her cat sanctuary they also had them in cages just bigger cages and so I was like I don't know who's right here and also because of that I didn't understand the psychology of these white people I mean these are just white people I look white but I'm not white and so it's just very much like what's going on here I don't know why I should care about this but wait till the Cuban drug lord comes on in Cuban yes honey that's the whitest Latino you could be (laughs) except for Argentinian except they and they don't consider themselves Latino (laughs) It, um, well, I, Carol Baskin, I mean, you don't even, you're, you barely scratch the surface of her, but I love, I have, I saw her closet, her closet, as soon as I saw her closet, I said, girl, no. And as soon as she was like, and I'm actually allergic to cats. And I'm like, girl, no. Oh God, there's Carol right here. Stay fierce. My favorite part is, I don't know if they, you saw it, but like anytime they cut to her in her own little like YouTube videos she does, she always goes, hey, cool cats and kittens. (laughs) And to me, that was the most horrifying phrase in the entire series. (laughs) It's just crazy. I mean, but it's also, it's very interesting, though, because it does put together two worlds that we don't really see, which is this gay world with this, like, hick, hillbilly, like, oaky world. And those things usually do not collide in an open way. Like, you don't ever see that out in the open, you know? Yeah. Well, I personally have, um, I do have experience with tigers because I was once at a friend's wedding at a private animal sanctuary, red flag. And in between the ceremony and the reception or whatever, you could like walk the grounds and see. And they had a Bengal tiger that was like, literally, it was like one of the biggest tigers in the country because it was so obese. Like literally, it like couldn't even move. It was like truly the size of a full-size bed like entirely and it like couldn't move it was in this small cage and I'm sitting there I'm like staring and then literally in my mind like out of the shadows comes a very gruff very Joe Exotic-esque character but you know he looked like all the people who work at Joe Exotic's place like right ex-con kind of vibes yeah and he was like grizzled and in my mind he like came out and uh and he literally was like do you want one of them to lick you and I was like um yeah and he was like come over here and then he literally was like put your hand flat against the gate it was like a chain link fence you know he's like put your hand flat and and he was like do not put your fingers in and I was like okay so I just like had my hand like that and then a white tiger came up licked my whole hand and it was like sandpaper and Um. it was very magical and he said that uh I was asking him if he'd ever been like attacked by them or something and he said that he he hand reared them and so they have to be bottle fed every two hours when they're like infants, like around 24 hours, every two hours. And uh, so he said when they were all little, he used to like watch TV and have them on his chest while he was bottle feeding them at like, you know, 1am, 3am, 5am. 
but because of that, like they would feel his heartbeat and they like liked that. And so when they became 400 pound tigers, they would like run up to him and like try to like jump on him or like as though he could hold them. And one time he got pinned underneath one of them. It's a 400 pound tiger at like 2 a.m. And it came and it sat down on his chest because it was like, let's cuddle. And he said that was the last time he ever bottle fed them like that. Jesus Christ. Did you say a 200 pound tiger? No, 400 pounds. Oh, 400 pounds. I was like, highly doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even the one that came and licked me was like a, it was like a tween technically. The obese tiger's like, I'm just 200 pounds. I just, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That's what the thing, like they, we just cage these animals just like with blackfish. Um, you saw like their deformed dorsal fins and all that stuff. And it's just kind of like, why do we do this? They're not meant to be that obese. They're not meant to be in these cages. It's just kind of like, I don't. I don't want to see any of that. I don't care about these people's lives. I just, it's just like, it's like a foreign land, you know, I don't care. It is Florida. You're right. It, well, no, it was Oklahoma. And Florida. Yeah. And, oh, great. The, the two star children of the, of the 50 states. I'm going to get it. I did, you know, having family in Oklahoma, it did make, it did make me feel connected to my roots in a way. Well, when I went with very funny comic Leah K. Janey, and she's from Oklahoma City, I've been to Oklahoma City three times, and I've been to almost all the places they mentioned, which is why I was like, Ugh. they were like, Norman, Blackwell, Moore, and I was like, oh, I've been to, I did comedy in all those places. So I was like, yikes. And did you take home a tiger from any of those places? Did you get tipped in tigers? <laughs> Yeah, they tip you in tiger. That's what happens when you do comedy or drag at show exotics. They just hand you a baby tiger. <laughs> Literally, he would. It's so wild. That's insane. But um, yeah, Carol Baskin, definitely my um, one of my dear best friends. Also, what's crazy is that, so, you know, I used to work for Dog Fancy slash I would help Cat Fancy sometimes. And my friend mm-hmm. Lindsay worked for Cat Fancy. And she went and she wrote an article once on, she did go to like a different, a different kind of tiger sanctuary rescue place. Yeah. She wrote an article about it. And then Joe Exotic, this is, so this is all like after the fact, like we've been talking this week and she's like, dude, she's like, when I wrote that article, all these tiger owner Pete psychos like wrote in cause they were angry about it. And she's like, one of them was Joe Exotic. And for many years, when you Googled her name, like his weirdo psycho website popped up and it was like him complaining about her article. Wow. And that is iconic. That's crazy. I mean, he was, I knew he was a gay man, especially when he was like giving presentations to like customers or like the documentary crew and he was like and now let me tell you about that bitch carol basket (laughs) it was very much like girl like no one knows who this like whoever was there no one knows or cares who that is except for the maybe the documentary crew but it was just kind of like they did a a bunch of shots of him doing that it it seemed like he had just brought her up a lot all the time yeah and i would love to know who his stylist was i mean obviously it was like him but i think it was moschino right Moschino, I'm sorry. I'm here to I'm here to set the record straight. Uh, listen up, fashionistas. Moschino's bad. It's not a good brand. Nothing they make is good. It's terrible. Okay, you don't look good. You don't look cool. They're tacky shit. It's not good. It's not even like fun and like a. I know it's supposed to be like a drag brand kind of like it's a high like fashion gaudy. Brand. Yeah, yeah, it's like a high fashion brand that a lot of drag queens love to like use but I'm just like no I I don't buy it and you know what I also what I really hate is and I know not all their stuff I'm familiar with Moschino and I know not all their stuff is like this but a lot of their most like famous commercial stuff is like this 
I don't like stuff with branding on it. That's, that's just corporate logos to be like, how is wearing a corporate logo alternative? Like wearing like a McDonald's t-shirt. It's not alternative. Yeah. It's, it's shitty. And I said it. And I'll That's why it. I only wear my Joe Exotic sweatshirt from his <laughs> view. <laughs> but full on though, I swear to God, they were, some fashion designer will do a Joe Exotic inspired or a Tiger King inspired line. Mm-hmm. And I will be here for it. It almost seems like Versace should be the one to do Tiger. Yeah, you know because I mean? Versace already would have tigers in like gold, tigers and gold chains. Like, also, why, side note, why for many years, do you remember like, this was like very hot 90s, maybe early 2000s thing? Like, why did like perfume ads, maybe some fashion shows, a lot of music videos, they always were like, it's me and an alligator. Like, yes. full, you know what I mean? It yes. would be like, it, like in gold, like she'd be like painted in gold and then like a, a like alligator would be right here. Yeah, it would be like, look at me, this like naked woman model next yeah. to this python. You know what I mean? It's very, honestly, actually, you know, who just recently did that was Doja Cat in her video rules. She's lying in this, in snakeskin like chaps and leather wear out in like the desert. It's obviously somewhere out in like Yucca Valley or Palm, or Palm Springs or Joshua Tree. It's a great song. Have you heard that song Rules by Doja Cat? Great. And, and the video is great, but near the end of the video, she lights a car on fire, then lays on a table in the middle of the desert and a humongous anaconda. She lets crawl up her like vagina area and like up her body. And I'm like, hell no, I would never do that. So gross. But Beyonce also, she had like exotics on cha- like, you know, they always have them on like chains too. She yeah. had them in um, Around the World and in um, Upgrade You. Yeah. Gaga did, no, Gaga had like Great Danes, but it's always, why is it like exotics are always like the sign of wealth? I'm like, you're not a, like a chic, you know? Well, the reason that it is, is because remember, we all come from countries um, here in the Americas. North, North and South America and Central and the Caribbean. We all come from countries that are colonial countries. And so the richest people in colonial times always flaunted their wealth through the capturing of exotic animals from whatever lands that they were um, uh, colonizing. So I think over time that actually became a symbol of wealth. If you can afford to have this insanely exotic bird, snake, reptile, cat, it shows that you are very, very wealthy, but it's actually, I think, a remnant of colonialism, you know? Well, I only have one Dalmatian fur bench in my house and I killed it sustainably, so. That's perfect. (laughs) It is, um, yeah, it's such a wild thing. I went on a, um, oh, I learned that, do you know alligators? They can only run forwards and backwards. So if you want to get away from one, you have to run in a zigzag. Cute, that's good to know. Survival so it's like, tips. It's like running, it's like running uh, in the barrio. Yes, exactly. Literally, alligators and um, gang members, when they're shooting you, you remember the zigzag guys. But I, I grew up, because I grew up in, in, in beautiful Eagle Rock, um, which is like a residential, nicer neighborhood in Northeast LA, for those of you who don't know. Um, but my dad, you know, he grew up in Boyle Heights in the project. So every time I left the house, he would always say, remember, zig and zag, zig and zag. And it's like, girl... I'm going to a theater camp. Like, I'm not, no one's shooting at me. Well, there could be jets and there could be sharks and they could be practicing. I know, yes. Oh, <laughs> also, um, I I've, I've, have been listening to the West Side Story soundtrack. Um, it's so good. Have you I seen mean, any of the first looks for the new one? No, I haven't. 
Vanity Fair released. Um, uh, Anita is Afro Latina. Okay. Very the exciting. Yeah. Um, very Puerto Rican. Yeah. And yeah, this time they have real Latino people playing Latinos. So that's, that's good. Because didn't they have literally two? Or um, was it just one? Had, I believe they had zero, and the main guy was Greek. No, they had Rita Moreno. She's the she's. Oh, the that's only, true. That's true. I'm thinking of the, the boys. Only, Oh, right, right, right. Because the boys I, were just like extra bronzer, you know? Right. The boys were like ethnic white people, like Greeks and Italians um, with extra bronzer, which Rita Moreno, even though she's Puerto Rican, they also put bronzer on her. And there's that famous story where she was talking about in the makeup chair where she was like, why are you putting, why, why are you making me this dark? And they were like, we need to make you look more Puerto Rican. And she's like, I am 100% Puerto Rican. I'm from Puerto Rico. Like, she's from Puerto Rico. And they're yeah. like, are we going to have a problem? And so she kind of had to make a choice of, like, do I ruin my chances or do I just, like, get bronzed, you know? So it's just, like, really fucked up because they made, they're making a Puerto Rican woman, like, look more Puerto Rican. If that makes, it's basically, like, a white person's imagining of a Puerto Rican person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I'm disappointed I didn't get the role of Anita again. Of Anita but. again. Glad they made Anita a Black Latina. Yeah. It's, yeah. um... Who is it? I, I don't know their names. It's like, I feel like, I want to say it's a lot of unknowns, but they're, like, younger. And I think the girl who is, like, maybe she's been on Broadway. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. first look, check it out. What's your favorite West Side Story song? Um, it's the... Fuck, I just had... I actually have my phone here. I've been listening to it all day, so I'm just going to find it for you so I can... Um, I can tell you right now. What's yours? Um, I mean, I love America's. Like, I think one of the, maybe the best musical song of all time, like number and everything. Um, uh, I also love, I just love Jet Song. The whole opening number and um, Officer Krupke is a great one. Officer Krupke, I used to use that for But I also just really like, the, just the lyrics and the commentary is great. No, my favorite one is, oh, this is what, what it is. This is the one I, I was listening to it over and over again, but I always forget the title of it. It's A Boy Like That. And it's just the song between Anita a and- A Boy Her. Like That. Yeah, A Boy Like That. Yes. He'll kill your brother. He'll leave you. <laughs> yeah. He'll leave you lonely for another. Like, it's like that, yeah. I Not love your own kind. That song. Stick to your own oh, kind. God. Yeah. <laughs> And it's very, like, operatic, too, because she's like, um, a boy who kills has no heart. A boy who kills cannot love. And then you give your heart and your love to that boy. Like, you know, and it kind of like, <laughs> and then she's like, that is mad, Maria. That is mad. Like, she's just. Okay. Also, what's crazy is I believe in the timeline. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. I think he kills her brother and then comes back and then they have sex for the first time. Yes. it's, it's And like, then Maria yells at her about it's wild anita yells at maria about it right right if you take the race thing out of it she's actually correct about the situation because maria is dating someone who killed the the love of of her best friend and her own brother right like tony killed maria's brother yeah right i'm i mean i can only speak for me but (laughs) If I was dating a guy who killed my brother, um, <laughs> that would probably be a deal breaker. You know what I mean? Also, um, 
even if it wasn't my brother, if I was dating a guy who killed Chris, <laughs> who you're dating, um, I would not be like, but Katie, he's honestly like, he's kind of misunderstood. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would like, honestly, Maria's kind of a selfish bitch. She kind of is like, how, how are you this selfish? He literally, Tony murdered your brother and, and your brother is the love, the love of the life of your best friend. Like she, he literally destroyed, broke your family, broke your community. Like a death like that can break a family, you know? So but just, she feels, she feels pretty and you can't put a price on that. <laughs> this is also why like, you can tell just this whole story was written by white people. It truly is because it's like, what, even though whites were bad, but like in the end, you gotta love us. You know what I mean? But it's, I guess it like is written by white people because it was written by Shakespeare. Oh, is it basically, yeah, but- the, It's the Romeo and Juliet, yeah. Yeah, but um, the adaptation was adapted by white Americans. The difference is, is with Romeo and Juliet, um, race didn't really have any pro anything to but do with But the that. whole point of it is, is the race, and that's why, like, the lyrics of, like, America are, like, the best. Candor and Ebb, like, crush it in terms of the lyrics. Right. Oh, and, and the, I guess the it is- the moral of the story being- and I and I guess Juliet is, Maria and Juliet also is kind of a selfish little child bitch in <laughs> Romeo and Juliet too. Do you want to know why? Because honestly, um, Tybalt, who, uh, who was killed? Mercutio was killed, right? By Tybalt. Tybalt slain Mercutio. Um, uh, Mercutio was like Juliet's cousin. Yeah, it's they're like, all, yeah, they're all related. How could you, how could you still be in love with someone who killed your cousin? See, like, honestly, when you're young, you're like, Romeo and Juliet, they had it, they had it right. And then when you get older, you're just like, no, they literally were 13 and Juliet's dating a murderer and then they both kill themselves. This is, this makes no sense. But this is a new Netflix teen drama for sure. What is? The whole story. My, I'm 13, my boyfriend murdered my cousin and we live in Oklahoma. Yes, yeah. It's and I called, wear cool eye, eyeshadow. It's called Ronnie and Julie. <laughs> Um, do you want to do an angel card reading? Sure. Okay. I don't, I don't know about these angel cards. I usually love my devil cards. These are um, truly the most ridiculous cards, but I'm going to do this. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. You're going to tell me when to stop. Stop. You have got, ooh, this is a beautiful, this would be a beautiful woman's name. Claire Sentience. <laughs> For some woman who works in like Yucca Valley and sells <laughs> alfalfa sprouts. Um, this is Archangel Ragwell. Oh, remember Ragwell? Remember how crazy Ragwell was at weddings? He's so crazy. Yeah. Okay. Clairsentience. Notice your recurring physical and emotional feelings as they signify divine guidance. And here we have clairsentience. Okay. Please honor your feelings. Don't be afraid of deep emotions or intense feelings. I can help you distinguish between your own feelings and those of others. I'll also help you clear any energies you may absorb. I'll guide you toward people, situations, and places with clear and loving energy. Your repetitive emotions and physical feelings provide important information, so please notice and follow these feelings. They're answers to your prayers. Ask me to help translate confusing messages so that you'll clearly know which steps to take. Working with Archangel Ragwell. Like an air traffic controller, Ragwell sees <laughs> Archangels and angels, ensuring harmony, cooperation, and order among them all. 
In the same way, he'll help you sort all your feelings, enabling you to notice, understand, and follow them. What does that bring up for you? I mean, I already know what I'm feeling and what and I And you're not going to know. <laughs> and I already know what I need to do, rag well, but I can't do it because we're on quarantine. Someone needs to tell these yeah, angel bitch. cards that these... Speaking of this, have you... This is a very teacher of me. Speaking of this... <laughs> um, I'm still watching all those like the angel card readings, the, the tarot card readings on YouTube and Nike, like I'll be watching them and Nike will just like look at me like crazy while I'm watching them because it'll be like, guys, April. And these are like recorded like a week ago and they're like, April's going to be a big month for y'all. It really is. Like it's going to be a month of freedom. <laughs> and it's going to be a month of getting a lot done productivity. It's like, it is absolutely not going to be a month like that. I don't know who... It's like they do these readings, even though the world outside is telling them. They're like, like it's going to be a month of fresh air and sunlight. <laughs> it's crazy because they'll do the reading and try to interpret these cards when they will not try to interpret literally everything going on around them. Yeah, that's because they work on a different plane, honey. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to pull mine now. Okay. But let's do this. How about this? Because you're so clairsentient. Um, I'm going to pull my card and I'm going to tell you what it is. And then you're going to tell me what it means. Okay. Ooh, sensitivity. Ugh, we know. Archangel Haniel. You are extra sensitive to it. <laughs> you are extra sensitive to energies and emotions right now. Honor yourself and your feelings. Honey, I've been honoring my we, sensitivity. <laughs> we love you, Miss Haniel. <laughs> this is we have a musical theater deep cut yeah uh, um so wait you you, this is literally my self-portrait yeah that's me in my backyard during quarantine <laughs> just playing a harp composing a new um beyonce song uh oh. so you want me to tell you what it means Intuiting. well we know what that one means that wasn't that exciting because it's like you know it's a word that we use whatever here i'll let me look up though what Haniel has to say about it. Sensitivity. A boy like also, that. it's like, it's, just brother. say sensitivity. We know what that means, you know? Okay. Yeah. Additional message. Sensitivity is a beautiful and powerful gift, and there's no such thing as being too sensitive. Your sensitivity helps you know the truth about situations and people, and it's important for you to trust and follow these hunches, intuitions, and impressions. Spend some time alone in nature to further develop your sensitivity avoid harsh situations and chemicals bitch i need sanitizer at home or at work ask me to help you choose life-affirming foods beverages companions and activities know that it's safe for you to feel deep emotions as they're part of your sensitivity visualize the two of us sealed in beautiful bluish white light um okay Hanyo. this light dissolves any lower energies transmuting them into love the light also helps you distinguish between your own feelings and those of others Haniel helps us honor our natural cycles, moods, and rhythms. This sounds like um, menstruation. She assists us in embracing all aspects of ourselves, including our strengths, setbacks, and shadows. Call upon her if you're ever feeling sure or bad about yourself. Haniel will help you appreciate yourself and see how beautiful you are right now. Honey, don't need an angel to tell me how beautiful I am and, and sensitive. Al and also, you were correct. Like, stay away from harsh chemical. Girl, we do need sanitizer. We need it. We need we it. Need straight up disinfectant. So this is not the time yeah. for any of that. I think, um, I think though, that also means that you should definitely open up your third eye. 
what is that? It's it an has eye. a bow. I know, but it also has a mustache on it. No, it's just like little feathers, and you come in, like you write, you know, like you have a little journal, and you come in, you're like, dear diary, you know, like. Was there nothing more exciting, like as a child, than getting stationary, like a fun pencil? Oh or, yes. I mean, I remember being like a uh, pencil case. You've heard of it. It, I would it have was, my pencil case and all my little, like, it would be like a strawberry eraser. And it would yeah. smell like strawberries. It, it was the joy. It was, like, simple pleasures that now that type of shit, like, I'm looking at a bunch of pencils right now and I only feel anger, you know? But, um... But <laughs> well, at, talk to at, Ragwell about that. <laughs> I've been trying. That bitch. He doesn't rag so well. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that angel ghosted you. He did, oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what have you been enjoying? Have you been watching, thing, watching, reading things? I mean, I've like just been love? watching Drag Race. Jonathan's There's... favorite things? I've been watching Drag Race. Um, I hate this quarantine. <laughs> I, like, truly hate this quarantine. Like, I, I don't know what else to do. But, no, I've been watching Drag Race. I've been watching porn, a lot of porn. Um, okay. I'm Any very... Pop hot hits well Pornhub is doing this kind of like you have access to their premium videos for like a month just as like a thank you or something <laughs> thank um, you very generous but I think maybe they changed it because I had access to the premium videos for like a week and then now I don't you um, hit the user limit yeah um I've just been we've just been like cooking I mean I don't know I haven't been doing a lot of reading maybe I should do more reading I don't know I've what have you been to, cooking just like chicken and salsa and like chile rellenos and oh nike made tostones which are like uh fried little platanos um like very crispy thin um they're very like dominican and they're delicious um but yeah what about you what have you been watching i made tiger king well tiger king um we're watching the wire so i'm learning to be a straight man right now which is very fun um i'm not usually a crime or drama person but it mm -hmm. is I do. Have you ever seen it? Uh-oh. I like it because it's actually very realistic. Like, it, it's not like, hey, we solved it all in one. It's like, it shows you all the level of bureaucracy and corruption, you know, right. on all sides of it. And then you go, wow, who's the real hero? Who's the criminal? Is it the cops? Maybe it is. Um, and does your boyfriend stop all the time and go and watch, this is the best part? And play again? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I have the bad habit of, I'm the person that, like, as we're watching, I, I project what I think is going to happen. Oh. I'm like, it's, it's him, huh? He's the killer with the thing and the thing. And he's just like, shut up and watch. I so know. I know I'm being very annoying. Um, I made cinnamon rolls, and I didn't know that I could. So it's meant so much to me to learn about this new lifestyle. Um, no, it was, I mean, I made a full cake, and I was trying to, like, make it healthier, so I put in less sugar. And then I was like, oh, and I'll just make my own cream cheese icing. And instead it tasted like I just put cream cheese on bread. It was disgusting. Mm -hmm. So I threw that away. Yeah. Um, but the cinnamon roll has changed my life. Um, oh, my, I mean, Chris, my boyfriend made dinner for the first time ever. And it was amazing. And I was what very proud he, of him. What did he make? Enchiladas and oh, beans and rice. And like great. a beautiful, as I told him, I feel like I'm at El Torito right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's why it's amazing. I do have to say with the chile rellenos, that I made. Go to my Insta, everyone, if you want to see a picture of those hot chile rellenos. The rice. Look, we'll link them down below here. <laughs> I did take a picture and I posted it because there's nothing to do. So it's like, 
it's 2010 again, so food picture in full swing. Yeah, we're um, back. But I do have to say it is the best Mexican rice I have ever made. The It just came out so perfect. And my secret was I, I did all the steps like I normally do, but then I finished off the rice and the chile rellenos in the oven, and then the rice just came out like absolutely perfect. I mean, just like perfect. It tasted like professional. It was good. It's wonderful when you make something that you just like fucking love. You yeah, know? it's great. Um, um, right now we don't have much. I think tonight we have to eat like tuna and like potatoes and kale or something. Like a tuna filet, so it's not terrible, but um, but yeah. I thought you meant like canned tuna. Oh, hell no. I don't do that shit. Dog food, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's getting a little... I feel like I've crafted everything I needed to craft. Um, I keep being like, now I'm just literally looking around for anything that's white in my house. And I'm like, let's paint it. So I'm going to end up with the psycho kindergartner's house. But I'm, I mean, people are having fucking meltdowns. Like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the 30 day challenge has been a good way to ground myself and feel like I did something yeah. like physical specifically. Cause it's very easy just to, although I did just YouTube did you know there's workout videos that you can do literally in bed? Like it's like a chick. <laughs> That's the level I'm at right now. It's harder to do ab workouts in a sinking mattress because you have, it's like unstable, you know? That is actually kind of true. That, that makes sense. Yeah. So some of them are actually harder. Um, so I'm at that point. I have been doing an eye look in the evenings. I, I feel like I'm in Downton Abbey in that I like put a full eye on for dinner. You know, I did do a, I've been trying to practice my lip to get a, a good lip look because it's my worst thing that I do makeup wise. And so I did a really good lip last night, but it was one of those things where you kind of realize the importance of following the makeup rules of things, because even though it looked good in person, when I took a picture, it literally looked like I just like, I like blew a red devil. You know what I mean? Like it had no shading and nothing like how it looked in person. It, there was no dynamic or any kind of shading or anything. And I realized it's because I just kind of lip lined with basically the same color that I was using, like the same lipstick and then the, the same lip, the, the lip pencil, the lipstick, the lip gloss, and the setting powder was all the same shade of red. And it was just kind of like, oh yeah, so there is no illusion when I take a picture and the flash goes off of a, of a fuller lip and like a lip ridge and there is no illusion. It's that way in person, but in a picture, it doesn't look that way. So I realized, oh, I should have lip lined with a like brown pencil because that would have actually, I think, created more of a shadow. I'm so glad that I didn't have to witness that because that sounds terrifying. <laughs> well, it, it literally, you know, you've seen pictures of the drag queens where it basically like you can totally see their lip and it's like right. right done. I hate that look. So I think lips are really hard to do if you're trying to change your face, you know. That's why we just need to get fillers and then you won't have that problem anymore. But I do have to say though, whenever I try not to change my lip and I just kind of like paint a tiny bit over, a tiny bit over my natural lip, it looks so cute in like 20s and it looks very like I have a little boquita, you know. And I'm like, maybe I'm just meant to have a little boquita. A little one. Yeah. I, as we've said before, I would die if you got full fillers in your lips and just didn't say anything to me. 
Oh, and you know what else could be natural fillers? If not natural, but if you take HGH, human growth hormone, not only do all your organs get bigger, like your heart and shit, like you could die and your brain. Um, but like over time, your face starts to get bigger. Like you start to get kind of like a ridge, your lips get naturally bigger, your nose gets bigger, everything like is stimulated in growth. And so that's why like, you know, you can avoid fillers if you just kind of take HGH. I had no idea. Wouldn't it be funny if that was a new trend and lips are getting bigger, but then like female brows are getting like more caveman. Well, I think for females, the way you avoid that is CHH is supposed to make you look younger, which it does kind of, but it does change your facial features and stuff like that. Um, females use like an HGH gel. So you basically kind of apply it to the place that you want to work and not to the other place. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it, you know, what's weird for stuff like that. I think a lot of that stuff is like genetic. And so HGH and stuff like that is not going to actually do that much. It's so no. weird. It's it, that all freaks me out so much to like manipulate your body that much. I know. I don't know. It's crazy, but um, we should think of more DIY fillers. Well, I have pod- like the lip plumping gloss. Oh. It's such bullshit. It's right. like barely a little bit of like cinnamon or whatever because it's supposed to like irritate and yeah. whatever. But it's I just use it for a shine because it's not real, you know. Yeah. But what I- if I wait? Hold on. Pretend you got like major Botox, but like. Show me your face. Because mine would be like. I mean, I have such already youthful face anyways. I look like I'm in high school right now. Do, do I not look really young without my beard? You do. Okay, wait, look. I would look like um, Morticia Adams. Ooh. I look like a, like a vampire mistress. You look genetically modified. I look like Gaga in the Born This Way video. Remember she had like crazy weird cheekbones? I look like I'm <laughs> I have lotion on my face. Look. Oh, wait. Hold on. I think I, I know. Watch. <laughs> you look like your own picture, like when someone would decapitate someone in the Aztec era and hold their head. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm selling a new property up at 29 Palm. Like, yeah, like that. Oh, to be like, hold on, wait, let me see if I get like, okay, that was like, that. I feel like that's like Botox because that's like the lift. But if you get like an actual face, hold on, wait. (laughs) That's not bad. It didn't work. The problem is what I don't like about all that shit is what freaks me out about it is like scarring. Like you could be able to see the scar even with like breast implants, stuff like that. I like, no, like that type of shit is just like, no, just moisturize, drink a lot of water. I just like, I would love to be one of those women that's like, you know, like the mom of a teenager, but like still very tan wearing a lot of like frosty pink lipsticks. You should never get that. that, Like weird, like that, like shelf they get. Oh yeah. The, Let's go shopping for your prom dress for Delta Rays, blah, 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 you know. Oh, God. Like that, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, we'll work on our DIY fillers. Um, um, well, I, I think, think this is a good, a good place to end it. Well, let's just say a few words. Um, Guys. To all those that are listening and watching. We pray. We're sorry that you're all stuck in your apartments and... 
we're even more sorry that we're stuck in our apartments and that our careers have been ruined because of this. And I uh, will be auditioning for a local high school musical theater once this is done. That's all, honestly, that's all you can do <laughs> after this. Find your local community theater and go out and, uh, and audition for it. Till next time, guys. Bye, sluts. Bye. 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 Stop this shit. Wait, hold on. Okay. Stop. Stop video. Okay. Cool. Hold and on. I see you.